bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody! Welcome to our Dumb Gay Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about all the dumb gay shit happening in the world, like we're talking about reality TV. And this is the last regular weed episode of Pee Wee 23. Can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe Now, we, of course, still have three more Patreon <laughs> episodes this week. Our Patreon episodes are fun. And so fun. They are on video uh-huh. if if you choose to join at that level. Um, but no more dumb gay podcast until Karma 24. Absolutely unbelievable. I cannot believe another year has gone by, but it has. It really has. And what a wonderful year it's been. I mean, what a wonder of wonders. Not, I mean, I, 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 I you just even look at the news. Oh, you know, it's just wonderful. In in Do You Twenty Two? Yes, I thought I really thought like, wow, this year had so many ups and downs. But nope, it was really <laughs> Pee Wee Twenty Three with the ups and downs. I'd say. I mean, you know, the the only way to have an up is to have a down. So now we're up. That's true. We're and up. we are up. There might be more downs, but that just means there'll be more ups. So. Um, just we're just leaning in, going in, getting in, grabbing on, holding on, and doing all of it. Like I'm excited for the new year. I just really want to thank everyone who joined the Patreon. We have a lot of people who joined the Patreon this year, and that probably don't even aren't even fucking listening. I guess I'll have to rethink them on the Patreon because I don't even know if they listen to to the regular weed. But I really want to thank everyone. Um, who came to the regular weed, left us reviews, sent us presents. We've had so many, like, an outpouring of support that we never could have imagined. When we didn't get that that job at Nickelodeon, I, I thought there was nothing going to be left for us last year. And then... And then we got a job and lost it. And at that point, again, I thought that was it. And like the the level that greatness that that brought into our lives is the fucking best thing that could have ever happened to us. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even have paid for everything that that did for us. Mm-hmm. And I know this. We don't have to have a $10,000 dinner in order to pay our <laughs> bills. So the bills are paid. But, um, you know, getting toxic cunts out of your life is, that's priceless. But I really do want to thank all of the people who went, you know, went out of their way to join our Patreon and be supportive. It's, it's been 
bananas, and I'm looking forward to Karma 24 as well, not just for material success, but for the for the karmic cycles to to complete mm-hmm. and begin anew. And um, we are on a, a a brand new creative endeavor, mm-hmm. and doors closed and others opened, and we can't be more excited than to walk through them. So excited. So, so, so excited. I mean, I don't, I, there's nothing more I can even add to what you just said. You know the creative juices are flowing when Mau Mau is buying notebooks. The creative juices are flowing, and I'm super into it and excited about it. Fucking so. I bought two notebooks right this morning because I'm ready to transfer the notes into the notes books. We've got shows, pitch meetings, and we're, we're developing our shows, and we are... Um, just getting the juices going, getting dusting off the chops. Yeah, you know dusting I mean? off the chops. Dusting exactly. Dusting off the pork chops. Dusting off the pork chops, making them kosher, doing them, eating them, fucking getting into it. So, okay, we got a bunch of Chrismica cards and that we are gonna we're gonna read next week, even though um Christmas it was yesterday and Hanukkah ended like I guess last week. Mm-hmm. We're gonna hold off on the cards. And we got a you know a couple big gifts, one from Rudy Torres, we love from Oklahoma. That we're gonna wait for for those to next week because we have like a we have like a a lot of um, we've been spoiled. So you're hearing this on the day after Christmas, but we're we're doing it on Christmas Day, right? So we we open in the presents, honey. Now I'm very excited because our baby Mike um, and Andres um, and their dog Patchouli. Uh, who own a uh, Wick Effects candles, uh, which, you know, uh, uh, like we're on the board of directors. <laughs> yes. You know, we, we don't, yes. we're sort of silent partners who contribute nothing. Exactly. Um, nothing. But we, they, Mike started this, this candle company, if you don't know. Um, he's one of our original 14 listeners. We love him to death. Love, love them both, Mike and Andres. And we, he started this fucking company and it has been endlessly inspirational to us. Inspirational. Also fucking, I think amazing candles. Can- yeah. Like so fucking good. Like I can't get enough. We cannot get enough and of we- these candles and room sprays. So last Seriously. year I made a comment. Why are there no candles named after us <laughs> yet? <laughs> As in being silent partners on the board of directors who contribute nothing. Zero. And it turns out in the in the Christmas gift we didn't know we were getting, they did do candles in our honor. And I, I am fucking deceased. I am in the grave <laughs> with Quad in the you're ri- coffin. You're rising out of the coffin with this, Quad. This is the... Uh, okay, let me read. Okay. Hiya, girls. I just wanted to spread some love this holiday season and finally send you both some personalized candles. I was 100% excited to do these custom fragrances for you. I hope they bring a little laughter and joy to you as much as you both have to me. A quick breakdown of each. Fucking dying. Okay. Julie inspired. Here, here's the... T- okay. okay. First one. Meow meow, which is tobacco bay leaf and sea salt. Okay. The... Th- oh, my God! <laughs> The the Are you fucking I love it. The label on the candle has a Vespa oh on it. Oh my god. <laughs> so so adorable and it says meow meow. Oh my god, I'm dying. I love it so much. I can't there's, wait. There's two of those, so very, 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 very cute. Release the Kraken, 
which is black coral moss and cedar wood. Okay, so I'm not opening these to smell them yet. We will do that after. Okay. Um, but this has a kraken on it. <laughs> That's great. And release the kraken is like he actually made the label for release the kraken like almost like very feminine, which I love. I love. And it's also giving me sort of the um, rum inspired writing, which would be a very sort of old style pirate writing because they would have written in a cursive. So oh, I love that. I smelled it. it. Smelled so good. Let me spell smell meow meow. Okay, <laughs> hate to open these because I don't want the smell to dissipate at all, but. Mm, meow Meow smells good. Meow Meow smells a little more... What was Meow Meow again? Tobacco, bay leaf, and sea salt. Okay, so that one smells a little more, like, feminine than... Release the Kraken is giving me. Black coral moss and cedar wood. Oh, yeah. A release the Kraken is baller. I wonder if Mike, you know, kind of like Le Labo, will start offering sort of for Mork's a little more expensive, a personalized, even if he just uses the same logo that he has like the scooter, but instead of Meow Meow, they put like, like they put like Jenny or what, mm -hmm. you know, a personalized, mm -hmm. name, you know, mm -hmm. it's definitely. Well, that's the, maybe that's what you just contributed for the board, like okay. changing the whole, well, their whole lives. Okay. Brandy inspired cut the shit. Look, which is oh, that's nice. It's it's that's, literally peewee on the on the label. It's peewee in sunglasses. At opening this the last week of peewee twenty three, the year I lost peewee. I can't believe it. It's so beautiful. Cranberry prosecco, sea salt, and beechwood. This one smells so good. <laughs> it smells. So, that is so, so fucking. Good. Amazing. <laughs> Brandy on the rocks. Okay, now I feel like this was kind of like my idea. Like I wanted, like it's so cute. The Very cute. So it's like a, it's a rocks glass. Cherry brandy, campfire smoke, and absinthe. Well, that couldn't be more perfect. Oh, wow. This one smells so good. Very cool scent combinations wow. that Mike is doing I mean, they here. are fucking giving Le Labo a fucking run for their money, if you ask me. Thank you both for all the laughs and for the 14. If you're not on the video tier on Patreon, get your priorities together. LOL. XOXO Mike Andres and Patchouli. And also, if you like to pass this promo code to share the love for the 14, then go to wickeffects.com, W-I-C-K-E-F-F-E-C-T-S.com and put in Karma24 for 15% off. So that's Karma, K-A-R-M-A 24 for 15% off at wickeffects.com. Com. Okay, we will put that in the show notes so you can just go into the description of the podcast and look for that link. But and it's only for a limited time, but this is the I think this is the first time that they've offered like a specific discount code mm -hmm. for this podcast. I'm just beyond touched and I really hope I mean, Julie and I have have, have gone on and bought, bought their candles a million times. I love literally. And when I run out, I buy more. Like we, they are the candles of my home are wickeffects.com. He usually offers a, a sale on his holiday sweater, mm. all of his Christmas candles or holiday mm -hmm. candles. He'll offer a sale right after the new year. So I highly recommend going on, getting a bunch of those because they yep. are bomb. Yep. Thank you guys so, so much. We love Wickeffex. Like, I feel kind of feel like we've arrived that we have our own promo. Code I mean, there's really them. no, I, I was going to go get, get a, uh, a lottery ticket today <laughs> because like, of that? I, yeah that literally I was like you know what I'm gonna go and get a lottery ticket 
Now, Quinn and Jimena uh, sent us our annual uh, Ursa Major face wipes, which I, I love a tradition. They send <laughs> them to us every year, and this year's no exception. They always take care of us. They're super baller. They, I thought they owned the company. <laughs> Seriously, but they just send it to us because they they love it, and it's like it's been a it's finding out about Ursa Major was like the best thing. They're so great. Merry Christmas, Sexosa. As another wild year approaches, the rear view keep focused on what matters. You're hot. You're young. You're comedy incarnate. Love from Austin Quinn and Jimena. Oh, so I'm nice. Keep that. Yeah. You're hot. You're young. You're comedy incarnate. I always like to say though, it doesn't matter if you're young. It only matters if you're sexy. So, because you can be sexy at any age. But yep. you know what? We are hot and we are young. So thank you guys. Those fucking lesbos <laughs> sending us face wipes. Um, okay, so Meredith Larson so and Evangeline, our babies from North Dakota, uh, yes. sent us chocolate-covered potato chips. I am seeing my mom later. I am. I need my mom to try these. She's gonna die. Now I don't know. It might not be something that Julie and I both ate. One. It's delicious. All of the packages had been in my trunk mm -hmm. when I picked them up, and it's it was a little chilly. When we tried the potato chip, the chocolate covered potato chip, it was like cold, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna definitely we need to keep these in the fridge mm -hmm. and that just uh, helped the crunch i don't know if it's the kind of thing one could make at home you'd have to get real thick chips right like i don't even do know i don't even know how you'd because once you chip, bake it i don't know well you you'd cover it like you would cover like chocolate like covered pretzels but the thing is pretzels are thick you'd have to find the chip that could withstand mm. but they did it and this gift Hey guys, I'm sending another Hey guys, I'm sending another North Dakota treat I think you might enjoy. These are the world famous Chippers, chocolate covered potato chips made at a local family owned candy store named Widman's. They use potato chips made from locally grown potatoes in the Red River Valley. I think Chippers are the perfect balance of sweet and salty. Thank you for continuing to show up and for being authentic. You two are truly a bright spot to my weeks here in the flat plains of North Dakota. I encourage all the girls and burrs to stop being a Shane and sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shane, at the video <laughs> level, if they haven't already. Keep on keeping on. Happy Karma 24. All my love, Meredith Larson. P.S. I've enclosed our family holiday card so you can see our little Evangeline. Vangie is growing up, now driving a car and blossoming into becoming a theater kid. We couldn't be prouder. Oh, they call God. Vangie. How cute. Very cute. Oh, theater kid. I can't believe she has a license. I, ugh. <laughs> I don't want these children growing up. She was a little girl. I know. Um, mm. Vangie, that's cute. Now, I don't know, Meredith, we have been also tossing around... Um, Keith, mm. we weren't sure if we should just stick with Shane, mm -hmm. but we were also kind of into whatever Keith. I do like that. Since Keith's kind of like Karen, what the yeah. chip or Keith? The <laughs> chip is good. Mm, God, it's so good. <laughs> I like and I noticed that it's a ridged chip. It has, yes, because that's got to help with, because got to with, with stability and sturdiness. Right. So I'm thinking if your mom tries to make these, she should use either. Cape Cod potato chips or that other kind that's the jalapeno kind. She would have, oh, because that would be good if it had a jalapeno flavor. They must thick cut 
thick cut. They thick cut, yeah. but then they make their own chips. Yeah. Because otherwise, I feel like a store-bought chip cannot withstand the hot. They definitely to, make their own chips. Because it has to be hot chocolate. So I don't think it can work. I think we just got to let Widman's. Let's see. How's that spelled? W-I-D-M-A-N-S. I don't know if Widman's delivers, guys, but, and I mean, honest, like as Trisha Paytas would say, we're not sponsored, but <laughs> I'm kind of like down to go off to North Dakota where we, as we've seen from some of our past photos of Vanjie and Meredith and Brad, it does snow there. Yes. And it, and we usually in places where it snows heavily, the food is good. Because people be hungry. Yeah, and okay. you're doing comfort food. Yeah. You're doing stews. Yeah. You're doing frieds. Yep, you're doing, doing fries. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're doing nothing like if it's a snowy, cold day going to some, you know, drive-up diner mm -hmm. and eating some big fucking plate of something. Yeah. You know what I mean? burning hot. Yeah. Like, give me a casserole on mm. top of... Chicken fried steak I, on I, top yeah, of you know what I just I want macaroni fried and cheese. <laughs> exactly. I want fried chicken now. Mm. Yes, exactly. They're so good. I, you know, uh, thank you, Meredith, for sending us these chippers. Like, mm, 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 mm. so good. Now, Sally Guess, Selena Guess, she, she really does spoil us. She sent us a box of wrapped, <laughs> wrapped gifts. Oh. Okay. And, you know, I don't know, Sal, I don't know if we've told you, but Meow Meow, she likes opening presents. So we have not opened these yet. We've opened the box, gotten it out. Um, she sent us some nice big photos for the drug demo. Oh, great. We already had her picture, but I like that this one's more clear. Mm -hmm. And she sent um, cotton. Oh. Which, is that a poodle that you think we're giving a poodle there? I think that might be mixed. Very cute. Extra cute. White, mm -hmm. cottony poodle. Eve, who is French bulldog. <laughs> that they like to call Evelyn. <laughs> uh, maybe Evelyn is Evelyn, which they're then calling Eve oh, and also okay. Evelyn. Okay. And T, <clears throat> Eve's daddy, giving a kiss. Very cute. So cute. So while Mau Mau is opening the presents... Merry Christmas, dear Bruley beauties. <laughs> Sending our yearly holiday love from the guest family. I hope you enjoy the gifts and they make you smile. 2024, aka Karma 24, will be good to you. And please know that other than this household, you also have a bunch of other ride or die people slash fans that support everything Julie and Brandy. Happy. Happy every fucking holiday. <laughs> Cotton, Eve, Sally, and T. Okay. Look, she, she has really pretty handwriting. Oh, she has nice handwriting. Yeah, she wrote. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay well, the first thing I'm going to show you that I just opened is an entire box. Yay! <laughs> alcohol! <laughs> and it's not just regular alcohol. It's all different. Uh, there is espresso martini, peanut butter whiskey, Cookie dough whiskey. She sent us tequila, regular like tequila. Before. Remember, she sent. I feel like it had like pickle things mm. in it, and I so, love how she does that. That's <gasps> exciting. You know, it's always one of those things where I go, I can't believe this was sitting in my trunk, filled with alcohol, while I was jonesing <laughs> at home, and mm -hmm. there it was. There it was, right under my nose. Yes, and so that was for both of us. That's for me. Mm hmm. So then. <gasps> There's other gifts in here that have our name. So this says this is for Julie. Okay. It's a Star Trek Captain Kirk tree ornament. Wow. Okay? So like, good. So good. 
And there's two of those. There's two Star Trek ones. There, I've op- I just opened another one, and it's the actual Enterprise. Oh, cool. I was thinking it was going to be another character, but there's no need for one. All we we no. need the SS ship Enterprise. Or whatever. Exactly. What's it <laughs> exactly. What's it called? The USS Enterprise. Yeah, USS. I was close. I think today, later, is going to be a Star Trek day. Christmas with the people from yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think I you just... Know what? Thank you, Sally. You're thank you so much. Mau Mau Christmas with Star Trek. Yep. I'm going to do Christmas with Star Trek. Okay, this one is to Brandy. Okay. <laughs> and this is also a Christmas tree ornament, and it's a rain doggy. Rain doggy. Oh, that's so cute. Very cute. Now we've got... The Fun Ollie, which is for Julie and Brandy, for Julie to open. It says, from all of us. Julie's opening them all, Sally, because she enjoys probably growing up without Christmas. She loves ripping it into packages. I do. I love it. (laughs) A fucking 2024 calendar. Get your shit together this year, it says. Oh, cool. And each thing is like, the shit's going to be wild in June. Damn right. Some serious bullshit. Get shit done. The shit is bananas. Well, you know what? That is uh, so great. We use calendars very hardcore around here. We really do. And we have have multiples. Um, Sally, thank you so much. That's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like she recently sent me a box of alcohol and it just never gets old you this know? is so nice thank you so much that i mean that that really how 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 seen do you feel by that like just jim wally also sent his annual calendar um that he sends us every year and it and lest anyone think that we have a lot of use for calendars we have to keep track of we have a ca- we have a regular weed calendar we have a patreon calendar and then we have a social calendar where we're, we have to put like, like I said, we have, we put auditions, pitch meetings, dinner things we have just like all of our, like, we, we have to have several different calendars. So um, we appreciate Jim Wally sending his calendar of different kooky art that yeah. he sends us every year. We love it. And now we have um, the calendar from Sally too. So we're, we're almost up to like all of the calendars that we need. Exactly. Speaking of our Patreon calendar, we would absolutely love for you guys to join our Patreon podcast in the new year. We do three a week. They come out on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific time, and that's 1 p.m. East Coast time. So that's why we have to have a a special dedicated Patreon calendar. They come out uh, every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. They're all an hour. You can choose to join uh, for just $1 a week where you will only get one podcast a week that you'll get the Wednesday podcast. If you join for $2 a week, you'll get all three hour-long podcasts, um, which is three a week. That's 12 podcasts a month that you'll get for $2 a week. So all of the pricing, we put a link uh, below the in the description of this podcast, all the pricing is there. If you're into video, you can join that for three dollars a week. All three podcasts per week come out um, on video. It's so much content for your money. Plus, you have this one if you need an extra one. Even though this one's different. Our Patreon podcast has no politics, no, you know, no interviews. It's just Julie and I just being dumb. After everything that went down with us this year, we added the video, we added an extra 
Uh, we used to only do two podcasts a week, two Patreon podcasts a week. And after everything that went down, we added an extra hour and we bumped up and to a video tier. We're really proud of of it. We've been doing the Patreon podcast since 2017. There's a million back episodes uh, to listen to. When you join, you get access to all of those. There's a lot of favorites that people have. There's a list uh, pinned to the feed, which tells where everybody sort of weighed in on what their favorite episodes are. And um, we never really thought we would ever pull the trigger on starting video. And we did. And we're, you know, really proud of it. And we do we do them on the road. We do them in different locations. With Patreon podcasts, you know, many people, you know, I know there's a lot of people that have them, but it, it becomes hard to release them consistently at an exact time um, with an exact, um, sometimes people do them for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, or sometimes they're an hour or an hour and a half or whatever, but ours are always an hour every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with video if you want to, if you love video. And we're really um, proud of how we stepped up our game and we're proud of that podcast, even though it kind of seems like it's a podcast about nothing. Um, and we really encourage anyone here who hasn't given it a try, just give it a try for a month, you know? And if you feel like it's not for you, then cancel it. Chic say lovey. Okay, so in honor of the last week of Pee Wee 23, we are going to take a trip down memory lane and ride our tiny bicicleta to Julie's New Year's Eve skew from 2018. I'm going to take my tiny music letter and ride it to skew. Well, you're going to take me to you. Take you to skew. Am I on your handlebars or am I standing on the back on the things that stick out of the tire? I'm feeling like a banana seat. Oh, you want you want to do a little snuggles? <laughs> Here we are at school, parking bikes. Um, you know, we're at New Year's Eve or we had New Year's. It's because it's past New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's in our futuristic. But um, New Year's Eve would have been like. Two nights ago. Yeah, well, we would have been, we would be recording this like New Year's Day, which right. is why we aren't doing that, motherfuckers. Right. So unlike religious holidays or Jewish observances or the big Muslim pilgrimage or the delightful tradition for Mormons to take dead Jewish people and convert them to Mormonism, that's a thing, look it up, you can Google it. It's called Baptism for the Dead. The common secular... I'm going to go up and turn people into like Scientologists then. Uh, exactly. That's exactly why it's ridiculous. So the common secular obligation, as I like to call it, known as New Year's Eve, is pretty much a global celebration and has been all throughout history. Because as long as the calendar has existed, right? Well, many cultures celebrate New Year's Eve in their own sassy way. Unlike Americans who get drunk, date rape, and can never get an Uber home and end up on the doorstep of another lesbian's house telling herself she'll never go to another party again and will load up on Xanax and miss the entire night completely. 
Alas, one can only do that so many times. And so we're left with New Year's Eve, the most anticlimactic night of the year. Unless you're at Leo's party. (laughs) That's right. Someday I want that for you. When did this tradition even start? And how the hell do we even know when one year begins and another ends? How do we know this isn't all just one long day we've been living through together with with no beginning and no end? I like to measure time through how fat I am or not in pictures. With that said... New Year's. Civilizations around the world have been celebrating the start of each new year for at least four millennia. I had to look up what a millennia was. Okay. Um, It's a thousand years. Why didn't you let me get it? I was going to get it. Sorry. Sorry. You motherfucker. So that's 4,000 years. Today, most New Year's celebrations... The reason they're called millennials is because it was at the turn of the century of like of the thousand. Oh, so people who are born around 2000? No, people who were who are um um like a, a hitting like adult a young adulthood like like that's why oh oh yeah interesting hmm well did not know that today most New Year's celebrations begin on December thirty first which is the last day of the Gregorian Gregorian calendar. The Gregorian calendar is today's internationally accepted civil calendar and is also known as the Western or Christian calendar. Um, common traditions include parties, concerts, eating special New Year's foods like Molly, ecstasy, champagne, and cocaine. Mm, I love all of those foods. <laughs> People love eating those foods on New Year's. Oh my God, those are my favorite foods. Right? I love them all nights of the year. Oh, yeah, you can never. Why just wait for New Year's? I mean, exactly. It's like Thanksgiving. It's like, I, why do we have to wait to have stuffing? It's ridiculous. Have it anytime you want. Exactly. Watching the ball drop, having that New Year's romantic kiss, or crying silently in the corner, and making resolutions for the New Year and watching fireworks. Don't forget the awkward New Year's kiss, also Ew, very popular. An awkward New Year's, an awkward New Year's kiss, or uh, trying to have one and not quite getting it. <laughs> the earliest recorded festivities in honor of a New Year's arrival date back to four thousand years ago to ancient Babylon. For the Babylonians, the first new moon following the vernal equinox, the day in late March, with an equal amount of sunlight and darkness, heralded the start of a new year. They marked the occasion with a massive religious festival called Akitu, derived from the Sumerian word for barley, which was cut in the spring. Oh, God. Why did you include that factoid? <laughs> Akitu sounds like someone's dog's name. That's it's like, an actual kind of dog, an Akita. Uh, Akita. Yeah. But so it sounds like you'd name your Akita Akitu. And then it you'd does. Like, Don't name the dog Akitu. <laughs> this is my Akita Akitu. <laughs> We're hilarious. In addition to the new year, Atiku, Atiku, celebrated the mythical victory of the Babylonian sky god Marduk over the evil sea goddess Tiamat and served an important political purpose. It was during this time that a new king was crowned or that the current ruler's divine mandate was symbolically renewed. Basically, we, much like Christmas, went back into antiquity and took other civilizations' solstice um, celebrations. This this isn't considered a solstice celebration, though, because that's a summer, right? The longest day of summer. Well, then there's the shortest day. Oh. So we're doing a winter one too. So, so is, we'll do. Is it really? Yeah. The shortest one? New Year's well, Day? Ele- well, not now. I don't oh. think it is. But they would have had it, you know, it's changed throughout Are you going to get to your years. favorite topic regarding around this, which has got to be like Jesus? The early Roman calendar. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> consisted of 10 months and 304 days. 
Got that? How much? 10 months and 304 days. Oh. That was the Roman calendar. Okay. So each new year beginning at the vernal equinox. According to tradition, it was created by Romulus, blah, 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 because they all had a million, then there's a million gods and blah, blah. But in the 8th century BC, a later king is credited with adding the months of Januarius Ooh. and Februarius. Oh, January and February came later? Yes. <gasps> Very cool. Right? That's interesting. Finally. Over the centuries, the calendar fell out of sync with the sun. And in 46 BC, Julius Caesar decided to solve the problem by consulting with the most prominent astronomers and mathematicians of his time. He introduced the Julian calendar, which closely resembles the more modern Gregorian calendar that most countries around the world use today. Now, as part of the, his reform, Caesar instituted January 1 as the first day of the year, partly to honor the month's namesake. Januarius. Jan- <laughs> Janus, oh. the Roman god of beginnings. Janus? Who's stupid? Really? That's what we're working with here? J-A-N-U-S, not J-A-N-I-C-E, by the way. Though if it was J-A-N-I-C-E, that'd be amazing. Well, you could have said... Janus? You could it could said, be Janus. Yeah, I'm you, not yeah, sure. Yeah, you could have said Janus. It's probably Janus. It's probably Janus. Ooh, Janus. It's probably Janus because the fucking they Romans probably changed the calendar sex. because nobody could handle doing their fucking taxes every ten months. I can't even deal with it for twelve. I'm just like, really again? I know. It's, I'm, ten, could you I'm imagine scared. ten months? I am so scared for these next taxes. <laughs> I am. I don't even like want to look. I don't. I, even I, I kind of don't even want to do it. I kind of want to be like, come and arrest me. Then my, my I don't know what to say. My only saving grace is that I made three dollars and fifty cents. That's the only thing that will save me on any level. Because the worst thing you can do is then make a lot of money. Because then you owe a lot. You can't owe a lot when you made none. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I Good mean, point. I'm just gonna be like, wow, what a. What but, a banner year. But just remember that the people who made the least amount of money pay the most amount of taxes. Fine, but still, this year. it won't be a lot compared to... Which is a nightmare. Um, so Janus, the Roman god of beginnings, whose two faces allowed him to look back into the past and forward into the future. Two-faced. I'm sure we could all rename Janus with people in our own lives, such as Scott, Nicole, various... <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> i wanted to say that um, that really got me i know we could all rename our own januses with uh, also i just want to add to those because it's scott nicole various rachel's <laughs> shelley's and mary's all Ooh, right snap i'm trying to think of there's anyone else you want to add to that any of your any other januses you oh. add? i'm gonna stop myself from doing it <laughs> those were some good ones that i'm not that i'm not bothered with okay so romans celebrated by offering sacrifices to janus exchanging gifts with one another decorating their homes with laurel branches and attending raucous parties again we're looking at sort of like a a new year's christmas um, crossover in medieval europe christian leaders temporary temporarily replaced january 1 as the first of the year with days carrying more religious significance such as december 25th jesus's birth fake birth as we learned last time. I mean, time. Jesus's birth came before New Year's? Apparently. And March 25th, well, these Feast are things of you the should Annunciation. Know, this is your class. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we know, Jesus was born in the in the spring or the fall, and he was never born on December 25th. So Yeah, but I didn't realize his fake birthday came before this fake New Year's. Oh, yeah. 
So, um, but then Pope Gregory the 10, 11, 12, 13 reestablished January 1 as New Year's, New Year's Day in 1582. So that's where we get our New Pope Year's from. Sailed New Year's too. So along with New Year's, we often here in America follow like these things that we do every year that are just part of our like American fabric or whatever. And I just picked two that I thought were okay, the relevant. ones that we, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. So New York City's dropping of the ball. That's like one that. That's the main one. The main right? one. Well, what's the other one you did? Rose Bowl Parade? Old Lang Syne. Oh, all right. Because the Rose Bowl Parade's big too, but that's that is New big. Year's Day, bitch. Right. Okay. Old Lang Syne. Um, can you name the song that almost every English speaking country often sings on New Year's? But what does it mean to be forgotten? So apparently Old Lang Syne is a, from a Scottish poem written by Robert Burns and it's translated to mean old long since or long, long ago or days gone by or old times. No wonder that song's so fucking depressing. Consequently, for Old Lang Syne, as it appears in the first line of the chorus, might be loosely translated as for the sake of of old times well why do they say for he's a jolly good fella is that that's a else? different song <laughs> what is it about though <laughs> so i think for he's a jolly good fellow is about him being a jolly yeah, good but fellow when do they sing it birthdays okay you know okay. celebrating someone it's always in movies i guess you know what i mean like stuff. someone walks in gets a, a raise at a job and everyone's like he's a jolly good fellow <laughs> congratulations bruce he's a jolly good fellow <laughs> wonderful um this is a sad, more of a uh, melancholy, remembering memory song. Too People often sing it at funerals and New Year's as they bode farewell to the old year and welcome the new. Or some people will enjoy singing it when Danny Masterson goes to prison and gets ass raped for the rest of his miserable life. I will. God, I got into a K-hole about that this weekend. I know. I can't wait till he gets his whole face fully raped. Scientology is responsible for keeping him out of jail, too, right? All the way up to now. Um, and they're slandering people online. Um, there is a version of Old Lang Syne uh-huh. sung by none other than Leanne Rhymes. Oh. And everyone listening to this, all 14 of you oh, are. You guys are all just lucky that I didn't. Yeah, oh, God, the way she yodels or whatever. I hate that. You can sing better than her. I was going to say everyone was lucky that I didn't put it at the beginning of this section, but they got to hear it anyway now, didn't they? <laughs> they did. Uh, well, the most iconic of all the New Year's traditions, at least to Americans, is, of course, the New York City Times Square dropping of the ball, which has now gone through all over the world and people all over the world drop their own balls. Where does this tradition come from and why? Well, the New York Times was located in one Times Square from 1904 to 1917. In 1904, the New York Times... Uh, was located downtown near City Hall. At the time, everyone made fun of them because... So they moved. They moved from downtown to uptown. That's where one Times Square, where we all know as Times Square moving now. moving on up. However, when they moved, everyone made fun of them because no one, no one was up there. It was all horses, horse shit, poopy dubs, duty sings, <laughs> like carriages, carriage duty. Like nobody was up there. Like Leo was there doing gangs in New York yeah, type was, of shit. Yeah, it was just like, like not happening. One guy, Daniel Day-Lewis, has the thing and he's oh, cutting. knives. It's yeah. all mm-hmm. men with knives and horses. Cameron Diaz is like a whore and robbing people and stuff. Right. I was Irish all- <laughs> people are being treated badly. That's the five points, which what's funny is the five points is downtown. However, the <laughs> fact that 
there but all you know all those people are there they're all there still there knives. still there so um different people they decided but at the same time that the new york times so the new york times bought this building one time square at the same time the subway was being built so they would do this crazy thing where they would and they had a mill in the building they would make the papers and while the subway was being built and the subway was just like whatever they'd have their papers from the subway going from uptown to downtown they would do it on the subway and no one else was doing that so while they were being made fun of their papers were actually getting out faster than anybody else's paper so what oh, was there That's other side papers note. like new york post new yeah there's like other shit i'm not sure what the other papers were but there were other ones okay so they moved the thing now in order they wanted to have like a big huge party to like promote the the times and their new building um and they thought they'd have like a new year celebration nor uh the normal New Year celebration was happening at Trinity Church, which was way downtown by Wall Street. And so when the New York Times decided they were going to do their party, Trinity Church was thrilled because they didn't want people partying there anymore because people would literally like throw bricks in the air and do weird like 1904 shit, like where they would, you know, be like, do hey, People still do that dumb kind of shit. And they didn't want it near the church. They hated it. They didn't want people drinking. People got drunk. So they were thrilled that the New York Times was now going to bring this party uptown. So the... The, the Times in 1904 to 1905 got hundreds of thousands of people to what is now renamed Times Square. It was not even called that then. They had oh, renamed. that's why it's named that. Because I never of one Times Square. Yeah, because of the New York Times. I never knew that. I didn't, I didn't know it either. After oh I look at this, God, it used to be so called cool. Long Acre Square. Oh, what? That really rolls off the tongue. I, I miss that. I know. So they had their big New York, their New, Year, New Year's Eve celebration, which had fireworks. So in 1904, 1905, going to 1905, then their big thing was to have fireworks. However, it's 1904. So, you know, the fireworks are going off and literally people are like blowing up. Ashes are raining down. Yeah. <laughs> Probably you know setting I mean? like, <laughs> like horse dung on yeah, fire. Yes. Hay's catching on people fire. People are like getting killed. Yeah. yeah. They're just like blowing up from whatever. Yeah. They're probably just setting off cannons going, it's fireworks. Oh. And people are like, what? It's war. And yeah. by the way, it's lighting up the whole night sky. Exactly. We don't have any lighting going on. So, uh, in order to celebrate New Year's Eve without hurting anyone or catching the new uptown on fire, they decided to co opt an old maritime tradition of lowering a ball at noon, which is apparently what the people on, in the in ships did. They'd lower a ball at noon for New Year's. I don't know who knew. Uh, at ports around the world with what at the time was brand new technology. Electricity. Why call, do it at noon? Well, that's just what they were doing with the ships. They weren't oh. going to do it, but they were going to take that. Okay. Bl- the ball. Um, they built the first ball out of iron and wood. It weighed 700 pounds and it had 100 light bulbs on it. At the time, one Times Square was the tallest building in the city. So um, that's and they dropped it. It was like on ropes and shit and they dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. And that's the beginning of that tradition. And it has lasted for 105 years. Has it ever dropped on anyone? Apparently, it's never dropped on anyone. But they have the there's been two years where they didn't do the ball. And both of those were wartime years. So uh, the ball has now been dropped for 105 years. Was it, and there's been the seven different balls. Oh, there's only been seven different balls? I read there have been seven versions of the ball. In 100 years. Wow. 105 that's an, years. I know. That's a, that's, I expected there to be a different ball each year. Build you another so? ball, motherfuckers. I know. Oh, uh, one time a kid got stuck in the, in the, um, like, they do it by rope. They literally would, like, rope the ball down. And, uh-huh. like, a kid, like, got, like, caught up in the rope. 
You know what I mean? And cool. got stuck in That's the hot. Run, the I love run. that. Yeah. There has to be a death regarding the ball, and then we have to still keep I'm doing sure. it. And then yeah. everybody has to be like, we shouldn't do that anymore. Someone lost their life. And then we'd have to be like, we don't care. Right. <laughs> ISIS is going to get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just, just a quick a little list of what other cultures do besides Americans, since other people are celebrating New Year's in all other parts of the world. In Spain, they eat 12 grapes. On the stroke of midnight, said that can, if you can fit them all in your mouth, <laughs> you are, are you faggot. supposed to eat them all at once? I'm. You just have to shove them in. Twelve grapes at midnight. Get them in there and eat no, them. No, you could choke. I'm gonna try it. Okay, twelve grapes <laughs> midnight, and they have to be the sweetest grapes that you can Is find. Is it supposed to bring you good luck? Good luck for the year. My mom always has black eyed peas. Oh, that's a southern. Yeah, I was okay, gonna. Okay, southern. I didn't put that in here because it's uh, American, but. The South has particular food oh, things. Oh, she would force me. She yeah. knows. I'd be like, please, mom, no, I hate them so much. And she'd be like, you have to have one bite. It's for good luck for the whole year. And I'd be like, and I'd take a bite. And I'm yeah. like, what? I love black eyed peas. Um, South Korea eats a special soup called Tititi Gugigyak. I love some of that. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm sorry. It's T-T-E-O-K-G-U-K. Tityogik? I don't know. It is said you don't, if you don't eat the soup on New Year's, you will not grow another year. So I haven't been eating it. No shit. And I'm still fucking growing. In El Salvador, they crack an egg into a glass of water. And then the next morning, people look at their yolks and dissect it. And somehow this will tell you how the new year will go. Ew, I'm going to crack an egg into a beer and fucking have a snappy Tom, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I am. Is it's that good. good? It's good. And especially with tomato juice. If you do, that's the, the real a snap- raw egg. Yeah, like some rocky shit. In a beer? With tomato juice. It's a Snappy Tom. You and I just have red beers, but when we used to, Snappy Tom was the one with with, with the egg, bitch. Never heard of that. All right, well. Well, you just don't recall. A, a cracking an egg into a beer? Yeah. I've never done that. No, you've never done it, but you've heard oh, of it. You're right. I do not recall, but I'm curious to try it. Uh, in Italy, it is traditional to eat lentils as they are thought to bring prosperity into the new year with their round coin-like shape. <laughs> well, you eat lentils all the time. I love lentils and I'm still broke and have no luck. Turkey, they smash pomegranates. Into a turkey's face? Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds l- kind of fun. <laughs> a bunch of people smashing pomegranates in turkey's face. In fact, actually, that sounds disgusting. Don't do that. Do not smash a pomegranate in a smirky. It's turkey's fun, face. A smirky. It's fun if you a imagine smirky. it as a cartoon turkey with googly eyes. Yes, as a cartoon, <laughs> yes. But and if the fruit was maybe not hard, soft. Yeah. And also now I'm envisioning men doing it. And I All right, let's go. Them. Okay, smash pomegranates into their doorways on New Year's Eve, and they believe the more seeds and juice that squirt out will bring you more good fortune you know into how much the that new will year. Stain. That's insanity. The seeds symbolize fertility. Pomegranate um, stains so fucking hardcore. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Who does that? In that's Germany, a stupid that's tradition. Turkey. Ironically, they believe eating pork will bring you good luck. But, and they have this thing in Germany where, and I'll end it with this, which I just think is funny since Jews, you know, don't eat pork, whatever, and it's not kosher. Um, <laughs> if you don't like pork, it's okay because their main thing is you eat they what they call a gluck, a glückschwein, glückschwein, which is a sugar pig. Oh, God. And if you eat the sugar pig, uh, it will bring up the promise of a sweet new year. A sweet pig. Und no juice. <laughs> Here's to a new year. Und no juice. Und no juice. Mm. So. We aren't all like that. We, we have to go. We aren't all like that. 
Because <laughs> every time he'll come and be like, I don't know. My boss's wife came. She was, she's like German, like from Germany. And then I'll be like, ew. And you're like, I oh, know. Yeah. And then you but we aren't all like that. <laughs> they get very upset. They really do. <laughs> but we don't care. No. We, but we still, and with all due, there's like one German guy who listens to this shit. And we won't and never stop. No. And he lets us do it. I mean, and you know, listen, that's fine, Jeremy. Obviously, whatever. But it's, it is what it is. What can I tell you? You know? So that's it for this episode of our Dumb Gay Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about Dumb Gay World events and things such as, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Karma 24 is going to be an election year. Um, who the fuck knows? It's going to be more Trump indictments. Mm. It's going to be fucking debates debates the wars raging on it's gonna be f like fake news everywhere divided 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 ai videos that aren't real deep fakes and fucking fucking what's his name mike johnson speaker of the house and somebody's porn body yeah like and having and, and just, we're not gonna not be able to talk about that we're shit. gonna have you know to. what i mean and, and and election years are historically just horrific yeah horrific and so consider checking out our patreon podcast our patreon podcasts are completely different than this one we do three a week every week they post at 10 a.m pacific time on wednesdays thursdays and fridays they're all an hour we post consistently we do not miss rain sun shine <laughs> we did the ship from africa we did the ship from tahiti we did the ship from japan i mean there is not a there's not a continent on this earth we haven't done those Patreon podcasts from, no matter sure. what. There's no politics, no ads, no interviews, no structure, and no rules. It's just supposed to be stress-free, mindless fun. And listen, it might be Karma 24, but next year going to be very stressful. That's right. If you haven't tried it, please give it a chance. It's not like anything else you're listening to. Now, in addition, I want to say sometimes we, we will do a hot take, but... We also talk about TV shows, documentaries, we make up songs. We do, literally, it can just be boring background noise. Like, I love to do the dishes, do the cleaning, and we've heard this from other people before, too. They like to do the dishes, do the cleaning, walk around. Maybe you're in the bathroom. Maybe you're cleaning off the tiles. And it's just, like, there to comfort you. We're just, like, hanging out together talking about the shit, okay? And it's on a schedule you can count on. I would say the hot takes are going to be more like where... You know, we're on Kelly Ben Simone's side rather than Kristen Takeman in the girls' trip. Right. Rony legacy. So nor so rather than hot take, it's actually we have like the wrong take. <laughs> right. The wrong take. The wrong take. The wrong so take. So we do wrong takes. Yeah. Because in general, we're never on everyone else's page. We really aren't. Yeah. But and it's not a hot take on anything that matters 
whatsoever. Right. It's actually completely irrelevant and a stupid thing to even be discussing. So it's wrong, irrelevant takes. <laughs> right. Is the segment. Is what we're doing mm-hmm. on the Patreon. Right. But there is no segments, remember, right now, because there's no structure <laughs> right. at all. And that's why we love our Patreon, because it's stress-free, mindless fun for us, too. And mm-hmm. we do feel close to our Patreon family. Now, everybody has friends. You know, everybody with podcasts, you end up with friends. But yeah. we're not fra- we don't have friends on our Patreon. Our Patreon is family. Right. Period. Right. Period. The good news is you can subscribe for as little as a dollar a week. You get one podcast a week for one dollar a week. So that's four podcasts a month for four dollars a month. Then you know, from there it goes. You get three podcasts a week only for two dollars. Those are a week. Those are audio podcasts. Um, and for those of you who love video, you get three video podcasts a week for $3 a week. So, um, you know, and you don't have to do the video. If you do the audio, it's going to pop right into your, R- you use the RSS link. You can put it into your Apple podcast feed. If you listen on wherever, Spotify, it, you can put it right in there. It'll pop in there. It'll say, here's Brandy and Julie's new Patreon is there. You can also have email alerts. So, you know, but you already know anyway, because it's going to be there in your fucking inbox, no matter what. Every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 10 a.m. You have it right there for you, 10 a.m. Pacific time. There's a link to a free episode in the description below this podcast, or you can go to our website, julieandbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says, click to listen to our free Patreon episode. Or you can go to the Facebook account called All Things Julie and Brandy, and they pinned a few free audio episodes there. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And the end... Of Peewee 23, this year has come to a close. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dying because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme Play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual. Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night Or maybe 
a bite. bite. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. A sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 